Welcome to episode 28 of the Transformation Podcast. My name is Amanda Escarcega, and I'm your host. And today's episode is called A Thrilling Life. And the reason I titled it this is because we all want to live a thrilling life, right? We all want to have some excitement, some moments of unpredictability, meaning we don't want our entire life to be unpredictable. But we do like those moments of unpredictability, right? We like new experiences. That's why we do things like travel, uh, maybe have a surprise from, from time to time, represented with different challenges, do things that are new or have something that's new, like new clothes, uh, watch a new TV show, watch a new episode, go to a new city, buy a new car, get a new job, get into a new relationship. We like new things. We like experiencing new things or the feeling of it's something different, right? And having a bit of unpredictability. And so we all want this and we find different ways to create it. And something that I had to really reflect on and, and what I want to share with you in this episode is how I traveled a lot because I wanted that sense of of having thrill in my life, right? Uh, but a lot of it came out of boredom. And the thing that I was looking to fulfill, I did. I was very successful at doing that. I traveled to 27 countries in counting. Um, but at the end of that, it felt very, very empty. And so um, I invite you to listen to this and see how you can relate to it and maybe how you may be doing it in the same way or in a different way. Uh, but I did, in other, I did it in other areas of my life as well. I did it with uh, doing a lot of different jobs. The longest job that I ever had was when I was a blackjack dealer at a local casino in San Diego, California. Uh, I worked there for seven years. And that job, I think, I kept for so long because it did keep me on my toes, because it was interesting. It was thrilling. I was a high-limit blackjack dealer, and so I was dealing with large amounts of money. I was dealing to celebrities, and it was a very, very intense job. I was one of their high-limit dealers, and I actually signed a contract to a deal in a very, very private area of the casino. It was actually under the casino. It was underground where we would fly people in and I would deal high amounts of, um, I would deal cards to people that were betting high amounts of money, hundreds and thousands of dollars at a time. And so that was very, very thrilling for me. And I think that's why I kept that job for so long. It was very interesting to me. And then I also, at a point in my life, was drinking a lot. I was drinking maybe five, six, seven times a week because it was thrilling, right? You drink and sometimes you don't know what's going to come out of your mouth or what's going to happen or where the night's going to go. Um, and part of that was out of boredom as well. And then I've also done a lot of different things as far as my education goes. I've gotten lots of certifications. Uh, for example, I went to school to be an IBCLC. That's a internationally board certified lactation consultant. I've mentioned it a couple of times, I think, on this podcast. Um, I did that because it was very interesting to me, for one. It was in alignment with the things that I value, um, in, uh, health, nutrition, and I wanted to impact future generations. So I wanted to educate moms on breastfeeding, the importance of it and um, how to breastfeed their children so that we could have future, healthy future generations of population, right? 
So that's one thing that I went to school for three years in order to get. It's the highest level of education that you can get in that field. I've also gone to school to be a CNC, a certified nutritional consultant. That's also something I'm very, very passionate about, right? Health, fitness, but I didn't end up doing anything with it. So I went to school, I got all this education and then did nothing with it for a while. I also, um, what else did I get my education in? I was um, a CPT, so I'm a certified personal trainer. I went to school for about six months for that. I learned a lot of things about the anatomy of the body, the way the body works, uh, our, our muscular system, our skeletal system, all those kinds of things. So my point in sharing some of these things is that a lot of things that I've done in my life were A, out of boredom, and, and B, that it was thrilling to me in one way or another. Um, I find it challenging. It's something that's new. I find it thrilling. There's some kind of an adrenaline rush that I get from it. And so for you, it's like, what have you been doing throughout these years that maybe has been fulfilling that, that sense of newness or that thrill that we naturally want, right? Is it because, are you doing things in your life because you're looking for a specific outcome and a result, or are you doing it because you're chasing something, right? So uh, one of my favorite things to do to fulfill this sense of, um, or the desire for a thrill was I would buy a one-way ticket to a country to a certain part of the world with no return date, no return ticket, and with no agenda. I love doing this because it was so scary, it was so unpredictable, and it was very unknowing, right? I had no idea what was gonna happen. I would only book the first night of where I was gonna be staying, whether that was a hotel, a hostel, I would book that first night, and then from there, there was no agenda. I would tag certain places or uh, do a little bit of research about kind of things that I wanted to do or things I was interested in doing, like types of food that I wanted to eat or certain cities I might want to get to or uh, landmarks that I wanted to see, certain things like that. But it was with no set agenda. And I would do this for months at a time. I, I, took a, I bought a one-way ticket to Asia and I stayed for three months doing that. I did the same thing in Europe. For three months, I bought a one-way ticket to Europe and had no agenda. And I also did it in South America and I did it there for two months. And at the end of that though, I felt very, very empty. So it was so thrilling, it was so exciting, it was so invigorating when I was there. And then the second I would come home to San Diego, California, which is where I'm from, I currently live in, in Tucson, Arizona, but. I would go home to San Diego and I just felt so dead and so dull because I just came off of this massive high, this massive adrenaline rush of just everything is new and exciting and thrilling. And then going back to something that was very um, knowing to me, very routine, it just felt very empty at the end of it. And so I did that for years from 25 to about 34, so about nine years, I did a ton of traveling. And basically what I would do is once I went home, I would get another job, I would work, save a bunch of money, and then buy another one-way ticket or go to a country and go traveling again. And so I was on this kind of hamster wheel of looking for different thrills 
to have, but at the end of it, it always felt very empty. And I didn't understand why for a long time. I was like, you know, maybe this is just what I do. This is what Amanda does. Amanda saves money, goes and travels, you know, comes home and does the whole cycle over again. And so it didn't really change for me until I decided I decided to hire a business mentor when I was 34 and really wanted to figure my life out. So this is when the pandemic happened in 2020. And I was just confused and tired of this whole cycle. And I knew that there was something that was missing. There was something that I was looking for and there was a void. So what was that? Why did I continue doing this, this thing? Why was I in the same pattern? And so what I started working on was finding something to do that challenged me and I had a deep interest in, but it was also a bit scary. And what that is, is entrepreneurship, right? I have um, entrepreneurship inside of me. My dad was an entrepreneur. Uh, my mom was an artist. And so um, <laughs> when I say entrepreneur, um, for anyone who knows, my, my dad um, was, was killed when I was 11 years old. And so when I say he was an entrepreneur, he was doing illegal things. And my mom was an artist, is an artist. She's a painter, a sewer, a beater, a, a, ceram a ceramist, a ceramist, a ceramist, I believe is the word. She does every kind of art that there is. Um, however, my mom is um, and has had a drug problem for a long, long time point is that both of my parents found ways to make money on their own. And I think that that's something that's embedded inside of me is I get a thrill off of entrepreneurship. It really is about finding problems that are in the world, giving the solution to those problems and constantly being challenged. And so I have done a couple of things in business. I had a uh, granola company that I started. I also had a coffee company that I started, but we won't go into that today. Um, but it wasn't until I found something that I was truly, truly deeply interested in that I could do for years and years and inevitably that would constantly challenge me, constantly push me to grow and keep me outside of my comfort zone at all times. And in business and in entrepreneurship, that's what it is. I'm constantly doing things that are scary to me, that are pushing me to grow and um, require a lot of courage. Even starting this podcast was scary for me. Getting on here and just not knowing what to say, right? Having to script something out and think about stories, think about content. How can I add value to this podcast? Doing things like speaking on stages, that was a new challenge that I presented to myself this year. I said to myself, I want to start speaking on stages. And the first one that I did was terrifying. And now I'm three in, I'm actually going to be throwing an event here in Tucson, Arizona next month. And now um, it's not as quite scary for me, but it's still scary and it's still challenging. And so I'm constantly finding new ways to grow, push myself, get outside my comfort zone. And that is the same feeling that I used to get from traveling, but now I get it in business. And so now I understand that what I truly was looking for was that feeling of having a thrill, being pushed outside of my comfort zone, doing something that was very courageous. However, the difference is now at the end, it's actually very fulfilling because I'm helping other people solve their problems and I'm making a difference in the world. 
the way that I was doing it before when I was traveling is that I wasn't really making a positive impact in the world. I wasn't really making a difference. I wasn't adding value to those around me. And I didn't feel like it was meaningful. There wasn't a job that I was doing on the road, right? I wasn't a journalist. I wasn't a photographer, a videographer, or anything like that where someone is adding value while traveling. So I needed to create that for myself. I needed to create something in my life that gave me that sense of fulfillment, meaning, and um, and thrill in my life. And so I'd like to ask you three questions for yourself. If, if you are looking for something that is giving you that sense of purpose, that sense of meaning, having that kind of a thrill, there's three questions I'm, I'm going to leave uh, with you on this podcast. Number one is, once something that what is something that you truly enjoy? I, I want to use the word passion very lightly because I, I don't think that a lot of people are very, very passionate about something, but something that you have a, a deep interest in, right? You can read about it. It's interesting to you. You want to learn more about it. You want to dive into it and discover new levels. You want to solve problems with it. You can read books on it. You can watch videos on it. What's something that you have a true interest for? The second question is, what problem can you solve within that area or within, within that industry? So what problems are there that you can look at and say, this doesn't have this. I'm going to create this for this industry or for this area because there's a problem here that needs to be solved. And number three is what's something that you can do today that you can start on that journey? And that might be just writing down five ideas, five problems that are within that industry, right? And then what's the next step to that? Is there a book that you can buy that will help you to maybe develop a solution for that problem? So <clears throat> I am going to leave you with those three questions. And I hope that this podcast was impactful, was um, adding value to you. I hope that you appreciate uh, this episode and you found it valuable. Please leave a review. It helps with the algorithm of the show. It helps with the success of the podcast. I truly appreciate it if you can leave a review and come back for another episode very, very soon. Thank you so much.